Welcome to Living Well with Rentwell, the podcast for anybody who's thinking about getting into real estate, in real estate, and wants to take their game to the next level. I'm your co-host, TJ Hawk. And I am your co-host, Rob Coldwell. Welcome to another episode of Living Well with Rentwell. I'm one of the co-hosts here, TJ Hawk. With us today is Ryan from Obi. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well. How are you doing, TJ? Good, good. We're here to talk about the fascinating subject of insurance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe fascinating for me, but for most people, generally fairly boring, uh, benign subject matter, uh, unless uh, you're, you have a surprise bill come in the mail. Uh, it seems like everybody's getting those recently. So, And the crazy thing about it, though, is like it's also your best friend, right? As a landlord, it's, um, I think it's easily written off as one of those things that well, it's just an expense. I don't, I don't really need it until you need it. And we have firsthand seen what happens if a landlord does not have, well, two things, either doesn't have coverage or doesn't have the correct coverage. Um, it's truth that there's an increased number of lawsuits happening across the country in this space in particular. And, um, you know, we really feel like it's our obligation to help educate our clients on why this is important to have the right coverage. So I'd love if you can just give a little background about yourself and about Obi, and then we can jump into it. Sure. Uh, so kind of ad, as we've discussed uh, in the past, uh, professionally worked in the investment world, um, you know, for a number of years was in the apartment business as an asset manager acquisitions guy. Uh, had anywhere between, let's call it 2,000 and 4,000 units under management at any given time, given the ebb and, ebb and flow of the market. Um, seen firsthand the uh, difference between working at a large organization and a small one, the access to uh, very niche-focused insurance providers over at Aon, and then subsequently moving to a much smaller business where you know, I had to go to the, our, our local guy uh, to obtain coverage. And generally, nothing wrong with that. But I uh, had more of an agnostic view of the insurance industry was covering somebody's small business or, you know, apartment buildings or uh, may have participated in uh, PEO and health and benefits coverage for people. So kind of all over the place. Um, and what we wanted to do is bring some of that uh, extreme domain knowledge down to the everyday owner. So whether you have one unit uh, or you have, you know, we say the threshold's right around four or 5,000 units, um, you can come to us and we can provide coverage for you uh, instantly in a, a one to four unit property sense, or uh, you can come uh, to the OE's private client division, which handles uh, all of our large habitational risk, anything four plus units. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, just trying to solve problems with the uh, the lens of the owner operator and, you know, trying to do uh, as much justice as we can in terms of understanding P&L, the expenses, maybe providing some upfront con context during acquisition where risks may lie in terms of unknown spend as it relates to insurance. So just all things related to uh, the product itself, as well as the, the risk management component, which I, I do fundamentally believe is uh, a missing, missing piece to this. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. 
Ryan, could you share a little more about Obi? Why, how is Obi different than some of these other providers out there? Why should a landlord care? And, um, you know, because you, you had mentioned something about how easy it is to get a quote for a policy and get coverage. And I can speak firsthand to just how easy it is, but would love for you to share more about Obi and how your product may be unique, or at least the process for it may be unique. Sure. Um, so you can come to us through a multitude of different ways. You can come direct. You land on Obi's website. Um, you can come through an affiliate property manager in which we have partnerships with, uh, similar to Rentwell. Um, and you can also come to us through uh, lenders or some other affiliations. Typically, we sell a lot of our premium through partners because we believe at the end of the day, you are the company you keep. Uh, so it's very easy for uh, Obi as a company to look broader uh, at at the folks that are associated with the asset. Um, and I think the the difference uh, for us is the fact that you uh, can obtain coverage and uh, toggle on and off the coverages and the perils that you want covered specifically. Uh, we usually say in right around three minutes, uh, or I think our average time is like three, three minutes and seven seconds to go through the entire questionnaire, pay, sign, and uh, receive proof of coverage. Uh, we have had somebody that historically has come through a lot, and uh, their most recent uh, was 37 seconds. Um, and really, at the end of the day, what we wanted to do is empower the consumer. So, you know, insurance is a laggy industry in terms of tech very similar to the real estate world, um, where you would oftentimes go out to your local broker. Um, they would have you fill out some spreadsheet or PDF. Uh, there'd be uh, several email back and forth that would go on, and then they would present you with generally, you know, an option or two of, of coverages. Now, the one thing that's missing here, and oftentimes what slows people down is the fact that um, you know, they may or may not know that there's water backup options. They may or may not know that there's uh, three different deductible options. You may or may not know, um, you know, whether or not you want to add uh, inflation guard uh, to a policy, which helps, uh, you know, in the event that your property is covered for 500 grand, you could maybe cover it upwards of an extra 100 grand, depending on uh, the, the coverage you, you are specifically looking for. Um, and this empowers the consumer to actually see that in real time rather than saying, hey, um, Bill, the insurance guy, uh, you know, what does this look like at a $2,500 or $5,000 deductible? I know you presented me with a $1,000 option, but I'd love to see what the, you know, the other options look like in terms of me reducing my cost. And this goes back to another, you know, 24, 48 hour process. So really wanted to empower the consumer and, and be educational and resourceful all along the way of their journey of obtaining coverage. Yeah. What have you, why shouldn't a landlord care? Why should the property owner care about insurance? What are you seeing in, in the industry? Is there anything new um, or just like, what are the trends that are happening? I'll just leave that as an open-ended question, but. So, so there's a few things. Um, Let's start with uh, some misunderstood stuff that is uh, going to be core to why people are seeing their their rates go up a lot uh, over the last year. Um, huge component of this is 
what does it cost to rebuild my property when it burns all the way to the ground or a tornado hits it or, you know, a hurricane comes, whatever it might be, the total loss of a property. Um, and this is really something that gets uh, confused with uh, what I actually paid for the property. So I, I, I love to drill into somebody would buy a 2000 square foot brick home, uh, two story in Detroit for $40,000, right? It could be real, real cheap. Um, that same home you go and build in, uh, we, we just, we just insured something in Cupertino yesterday. I saw it kick, come through, uh, that house was built for, um, probably the same price, but they spent 2.4 million acquiring the property. Um, and at the end of the day, the cost to replace the property, probably a difference of about, you know. 10, 20% in California, it's a little more expensive than Detroit to build something. But at the end of the day, it might cost $500,000 to rebuild the property in Detroit and $600,000 uh, in, in Cupertino. Uh, we insure properties for the amount it costs to rebuild them. Um, so a lot of folks come to us and they say, why are you insuring this thing for $600,000? Well, a lot of times you're your mortgage company says, I don't care what you paid for it. I want to make sure it's insured to the point of replacement. So I at least get uh, funds back and the, the home becomes operational again, because most of these people get loans for investment properties. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, uh, that's critical in understanding how also inflation is working against people today. So if that same house cost $500,000 last year, like cost $600,000 this year, cost of wages, materials, everything's gone up. You know, we've seen uh, the price of lumber go down, but if you go back to Home Depot, they haven't lowered the price of a two by four, I promise you. It's all, it's looked the same as it has a year ago. Um, and all of that is, uh, you know, the, the fundamental underpinnings of roughly 60 to 70% of your policy cost is associated with that replacement cost of the property. So if, you know, you're, you, you know, we look at a barometer and, and the cost to replace your property went up 20% year over year, and we're looking at now 60% uh, of, of the cost of the policies associated with that, that price, well, automatically without changing anything, your policy has gone up 12%. Um, so inflation is actively working against everyone in the most bizarre way um and it really becomes uh surprising and damaging to people when they you know might only be cash flowing a few hundred dollars or you know a couple thousand dollars a year and all of a sudden their you know their their premium has gone up five six hundred bucks well that's really eating into profits now like this is a huge uh profit erosion uh that people are seeing um and you know that adjacent to some of the other underpinning forces that are associated with writing insurance. The fact that most of our insurance, big, big insurance carriers were not profitable last year. These guys have been profitable for a long time. Uh, and for them to be unprofitable means that their underwriting needs to change as well. So um, cost of capital, a whole bunch of things are really where people are seeing this like, you know, 20% year over year increase really painful in this segment that, um, you know, we're having to do a lot of Q and a and answering for at least our customers and, and, you know, um, 
doing webinars and trying to get people to really understand that, it, you know, it's not us. We're, we're not out to get anybody or like we didn't just magically, you know, increase the rates because we thought we, we could take more money from people. It's just the funder, fundamental underpinnings of the actuarial associated with the property and it's the policy. How inflation can affect insurance from that perspective. I didn't even really think it all the way through of how it impacts a premium. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, you know, there, there's other things that I think at least customers that we see that we try to inform them. And you probably run into this in the property management spaces. A lot of folks become accidental landlords, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, they might be in the business of moving, but trying to buy down the, the now, you know, 6% mortgage that they have and keep the property, uh, that they currently have at a 3% mortgage and just let somebody rent it out. Well, what they don't realize is that that homeowner's policy actually doesn't work when you have a tenant inside the property. Uh, you know, an insurance company is underwriting you as the, the risky party associated with, with the property. Um, you know, and the, the problem is, is that there is a premium now to pay uh, when an unknown tenant is now occupying the property. Um, and generally, you know, a lot of people don't realize that if you file a claim, claims adjuster comes out and finds out that there's a tenant in the property and they're the one that caused a, you know, small fire and you have some smoke damage. They have the right to say, no, we are not paying this claim. You got a policy that was not appropriate to uh, being uh, an, an operator of a, an investment property. Um, and we've seen this a lot more at the end of the day. Unfortunately, insurance companies' job is to find some of those loopholes in an effort to make sure that, you know, uh, everything lines up, uh, you know, claim to, claim to policy. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, we've seen that from uh, years ago. One of our landlords had a homeowner policy and something happened and they thought they were good. Yeah. You know, find out they had the wrong coverage and unfortunately learned the lesson that way. Um, what, what should, so if I'm a landlord and I'm looking for insurance policy, right, what should I be looking for? What are the key things to make sure I have the coverage? Yeah. Um, so if, if you look on your policy and it says, H O on it. That H O in the front of it uh, means homeowners. So it could be an H O three, an H O five, uh, condo policy, townhome, regular home. Um, the difference when you move to a landlord policy is you're getting a, a business owner's policy or a dwelling fire policy. Um, <clears throat> now this has some added benefits, right? Typically. Uh, an investment property, unless it's short-term rental, won't have, um, you know, uh, contents in it. Like it doesn't have furniture and uh, goods and artwork on the wall. And, you know, when you have a homeowner's policy, you're paying to insure that stuff. Well, this is more or less empty except for, uh, you know, the appliances that are inside the home. Um, the dwelling fire and the business owner's policy will cover that. They will also cover loss of rent. So typically, if you have a homeowner's policy and you have a fire and you're displaced, well, hey, we'll pay for a hotel until everything gets fixed if you get put out. 
in this particular situation, you're not the one being put out, right? Um, you are uh, effectively putting out a tenant, but you are losing a lot of income in the pro process. You might have a home, might be generating $2,000 a month in rent. Uh, if you don't have a dwelling fire or business owner's policy associated with uh, being a landlord, um, you're not going to have that business reimbursement insurance that's on every one of those policies. Um, and then I think the, the last and final uh, big piece to this is uh, if you go combing through your uh, contract with your management company, say 95% of the time, there's a little tiny clause in there that says property manager XYZ needs to be uh, a named party on the policy. And this is, you know, TJ, to protect you in the event that you send a, uh, you know, a repair person out and they're on a ladder and they fall, well, guess what? Uh, the property management group, they're going to be named in, a, in the lawsuit. Now, um, you have to spend a bunch of money on legal to, to say, hey, that, you know, this is supposed to land on the owner, or you're going to end up having to file a claim with your general business liability insurance. And now you're out of pocket five grand to go and fight something that really the owner should have been put on the landlord in the first place. Um, and with a homeowner's policy, you can't add that property manager onto the policy. So it's kind of a, a critical component in in kind of if you're using a professional property manager, you, you have to have uh, that individual named on the policy. And there's only uh, two types of policies where you could do that. And that's the challenge in the space, right? Speaking from putting on a property manager's hat, <clears throat> if you have... 5,000 doors under management, and maybe that works out to be 3,000 owners, you can see that every time a lawsuit comes through, the property management company is named. The management company has to have another option, right? Which is why we, a lot of times clients, uh, landlords say, well, why do I need to name the property management company as additional insured? I have to pay more for it. I have to, well, it's also, if you've spin it around the other direction, there's no way that a management company could possibly file a claim on every lawsuit that comes through and have it hit there. They could never get insured. You'd never be insured again. No, no. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that that's, we do struggle with that conversation with, with some of our clients and on their end, it's, well, my carrier won't do that. My carrier won't name you as additional insured. My carrier says, well, you know, what I really like about Obi is, It'll happen, right? You, yeah. you have the ability to underwrite it in such a way that the management company does have coverage. This way, the owner, the landlord, they're um, compliant with their management agreement. They ensure they have the proper coverage. So it's it truly is a win for everybody that's involved. Um, yeah, we um we so it, it, TJ, if you send a customer over to us and we know that it came specifically from you. We store all of that information in the background. So even the consumer, if they don't know that they need it, it automatically gets applied to the policy. And then we're also in the process uh, in early beta stages with a few different property management groups of um, uh, creating a compliance effort that's automated for property managers to just sync up their uh, you know, property management software, whether it's at Folio or Buildium or whatever you end up using um, to our system. And we will 
basically, uh, you know, send out emails to to the owners to uh, have them submit proof of insurance. We will uh, take a look at it and then we'll mark it as compliant or non-compliant. Um, and if they're non-compliant, then oftentimes property management group has a penalty associated with that, whether you know it or not inside your contract. Sometimes there's 50 bucks for being non-compliant per month. Um, ultimately, that non-compliance fee is thrown into a pool for them to potentially pay a claim or have a lawyer get involved when you don't have them as a named insured on the policy. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we we want to um, help uh, mitigate some of this stuff and, you know, some of these tedious administrative tasks for property managers that become more turnkey and they don't have to really think about it. This has been done in the uh, renter's insurance space for years. There's tons of products out there that will basically force uh, renter uh, in the event that they sign a lease that says that they need to have renter's insurance into either uh, buying a policy and showing proof of coverage or having one placed on their behalf. Um, we, we believe that the exact same thing can be done for, for owners on behalf of the property managers and do it in a way where uh, the property manager doesn't have to think about this. It, it just happens automatically in the background and then reports are run. And then also not uh, pigeonhole the consumer where like you're not giving them an option. You know, we'll provide you, you know, a notice of noncompliance, but also OB's here for you in the event that you need to grab a policy real quick. This is something that can be done. And, you know, you may not beat your rate. We may beat your rate. I promise you will always be competitive in terms of pricing. Um, but at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're providing value to, to both sides of the spectrum. I love it. Ryan, this has been very helpful. Thank you for sharing this information. Is there anything else uh, before we part ways that you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, you know, if, if there are property management groups out there, or investors that are trying to get uh, more information on insurance, we do uh, have tons of educational resources, even if you don't use us for insurance. Um, getting a better understanding of what you're buying or, you know, what is a wind hail deductible? What is replacement cost? What are all these kind of uh, weird uh, insurance jargon that's listed on my policy? We, we have uh, ways of helping people out and navigating this. Um, you know, and then you can always reach out to just about anybody on our team um, if if you're interested in learning more, or looking at coverage. Um, you know, we are we're there uh, for for our customers, and at the end of the day, we believe uh, insurance should be more like the hospitality business. At the end of the day, um, you know, uh, there's there's no really great days of insurance for the consumer. The day you have to pay or the day you file a claim, neither are great. Uh, and there's there's nothing that really um, happens in the background to benefit you uh, until a claim gets paid. So, um, you know, if we can be a resource in any way or help uh, mitigate, um, you know, an acquisition, understanding a flood zone, whether or not you may need supplemental coverage, anything like that, um, all those resources are are available to people and they can come to the website and do it themselves. They can interact with us on intercom. They can call our phone number, whatever they need to do. Very cool. 
Well, Ryan, super grateful for your time today. Thank you. Uh, if anybody wanted to get yeah. in touch with you or somebody at Obi, how would they do that? Um, yeah, so you can uh, shoot us an email. Uh, support at obinsurance.com uh, is the fastest way to, to get a quick response. Um, you know, I'm, I'm generally available, but I'm actually one of the few that's not uh, licensed on the team. I sit more on the insurance product side rather than the, the actual sales side. So if anybody needs uh, anybody on the sales team, uh, just pick up the phone or, or jump on our site and, and head into Intercom. Uh, and you'll generally get a, a response within, you know, 60 seconds. Wonderful. Ryan, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, TJ. Thank you for listening to Living Well with RentWell. We hope you loved that episode. Please be sure to head over to our website at rentwell.com backslash vision. We're giving away our free program called Vision Through Purposeful Action. If you're a busy person, if you struggle with finding the time and priorities, or if you're experiencing procrastination and overwhelm, this free course will help you with that. We wish you a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in and check in later.